We're back with a brand new season of the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz. Please welcome your host, Andy Hoyle! Hello there and welcome to the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz, which is returning once again for our new series. And our next contestant is Mark. Hello there. Hello, Andy. Nice to meet you. You okay? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Tell us about uh, what you've chosen as your specialist subject, first of all. I've chosen Only Fools and Horses, one of the nation's favourite sitcoms uh, for years and years, because I've, I've been obsessed with it since uh, well, since it first came out, really. So uh, I've got, I've got a, a, a few favourite sitcoms, but Fools beats the lot, basically. Right, so particularly good memories for you, then. Do you think those good memories translate to remembering lots of detail and trivia about it? I'd like to think so, yes. But I think we're about to find out. We are. I suppose <laughs> I should ask you as well a little bit about what you do with uh, Made in Manchester. What's your role? Well, my title is Head of Production, but basically I do all the sound mixing and editing, so I'm more of a... Uh, sound mixer stroke editor is, is my main task. I've obviously got a team of producers uh, who go around collating information and interviews and all that kind of stuff. And it's up to me to help them piece it together into a, uh, well, a programme, if it's for the World Service or Radio 4, or if it's a distinct nostalgia podcast, you know, it's up to me to help them make, make it sound good. So when people are hearing this, it's just me and you chatting at the minute. But when the people are here, they're going to hear music and sound effects and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's me putting that all together so that's basically my main core of my job right excellent so when when we've done all the questions and we've totted up the scores and my bit's done and i've yes. logged off and gone to have my tea um you're doing you're doing lots i'll of be doing that basically yeah but that's that's when my job starts yeah <laughs> let's get the quiz underway then and we start off with your specialist questions so you have 15 questions on okay. Only Fools and Horses. So here we go. Let's start with question one. Which year was the first episode broadcast? It's multiple choice. So in which year was the first episode broadcast? A, 1981, B, 1982, or C, 1983? Uh, that was 1981. It certainly was. So we're off the ground already. You see, you left a pause there and I thought, have I got it wrong? Because there's a bit of a pause. I thought, oh, no. <laughs> Just a little bit of dramatic effect. Chris Tarrant effect, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there's no million pounds at the end. No, sadly not. Never mind. Question two. Excluding the numerous Christmas specials, how many regular series of the show were there? Is that A, six, B, seven, or C, eight? Uh, there were seven. There were seven regular series of the show. Question three. In the final episode of the first series, Rodney is panicked by the thought of which disaster? Is he panicked by the thought of nuclear war, of global warming, or of an earthquake? Now, you see, Rodney, he, he goes on and on throughout the series, right through uh, all of the episodes about global warming, because that's his big bugbear. But in this particular episode, they buy uh, a nuclear war shelter. So I say nuclear war. Nuclear <laughs> war is the right answer. There's no tricking you with these questions. <laughs> Question four. In the second series episode, A Touch of Glass, Del Boy, Rodney and Grandad famously fail to clean a chandelier but what's the name of the estate where the chandelier 
is situated? Is it A, Grey Manor, B, Ridgemere Hall, or C, Westersham House? It's it's Ridgemere, because it's Lord and Lady Ridgemere who he talks to. Ridgemere, yeah. Absolutely right. It is Ridgemere Hall. Uh, now, famously, question five. Rodney has two GCEs, but in which subjects did he achieve them? Are they in woodwork and geography, history and English, or art and maths? Uh, uh, yes, well, Delboy takes the mickey out of him. He says he can paint by numbers. Um, so, yeah, art and maths, yeah. That's quite right, yeah, <laughs> art and maths. In which series was Grandad, played by Leonard Pierce, replaced by Uncle Albert, played by Buster Merrifield? Did that happen in series three, series four, or series five? Oh. Do you know what? I've seen the episodes all so many times. Um, you know, all the series I'm... merge into one. They do, yes. I, I don't, I, it's all a blur, isn't it? Uh, and it was series three? It was series four. Oh. First point dropped oh. so far. I was on a roll. You were <laughs> on a roll. We'll get back on a roll with question seven. Um, in the second episode of that fourth series, Uncle Albert tries to sue the nag's head by putting in a false injury claim. How does he claim he was injured? Was it A, by slipping in the gents? B, sitting on a broken chair or C falling down an open cellar right I'm back on track now this is um yes because he learned to fall properly in the navy so he had quite a few the whole story was behind having quite a few of these uh, falls and uh, making money and he tried to he did this to help he did it on purpose to help Dun and Rodney to get the injury claim so they can get some money for the flat and he fell uh, into the into the cellar of the nag's head yeah, that's right. Falling down the open cellar. Question eight. In 1989, in the Christmas special, The Jolly Boys Outing, Dell and the regulars at the Nags Head visited which seaside resort? Did they go to Clacton-on-Sea, to Whitstable, or to Margate? Yes, The Jolly Boys Outing. And they had a different theme at the end of this, sung by Chas and Dave. And that, that's what gives it away from nothing else. And it was, they went to Margate. It was the Jolly Boys outing. A Beano to Margate, as Del Boy called it. <laughs> yes. A Beano to Margate. <laughs> Brilliant. And a great song by Chas and Dave. De yeah, it is. I've got it in my head now. <laughs> Question nine. In the series five episode, The Longest Night, Del Boy, Rodney and Albert are held hostage in the back office of a supermarket by a thief with a gun. The thief says the police have given him a nickname, but what is it? Do they call him the Shadow, Fast Fingers, or Kingpin? It's uh, it makes me. La I'm laughing because of, of the rhyme he came out with. He said, uh, "He said they seek him here, they seek him there, they seek him everywhere. Is he in heaven? Is he in hell? That damned elusive Shadow." And it cuts to Del Boy's face trying to work out what he's saying. It's obviously the shadow, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is the shadow, yeah. Brilliant. Question 10. Rodney meets his girlfriend and later wife, Cassandra, in the Series 6 episode, Yuppie Love. 
What is Cassandra's maiden name? Was she Cassandra Penny, Cassandra Purdy, or Cassandra Parry? Do you know what? For a blind moment, I thought, I don't know this one. But it's, it's, um, yeah, it's Parry because, uh, her dad's Alan Parry and he ran the printers. That's how I, that's, that's how I remember. So it's, uh, yeah, Cassandra Parry. Top knowledge, it is Cassandra Parry. <laughs> right, okay, question 11 is where we're up to. In the 1991 Christmas special, whilst on holiday in Florida, Del Boy is mistaken for who? For a mafia boss? For a soap opera actor, or was he mistaken for the president? He was mistaken for a chap called uh, Don Ochetti, who was uh, a mafia boss. Don Ochetti, yeah, Don, yeah, the Don, yeah, that's right, Don Ochetti, mafia. Yeah, mafia boss. And he, and he played him very well, actually. He played the mafia boss very well. <laughs> right, question 12. On which floor of Nelson Mandela House did the Trotters live? Did they live on the 11th floor, the 12th floor, or the 13th floor? Oh, is it the 13th? It's not, it's the 12th floor. Down, down. Only two points dropped so far though. And we're on to question 13. Which branch of the armed forces did Uncle Albert serve in during the Second World War? Was he in the Royal Air Force, the Army, or the Navy? During the war. <laughs> um, well, actually, he, he was in both, actually, because he, he was in the Royal Navy, and then he was in the, the Merchant Navy afterwards, apparently. So, yeah, basically, he was, in, he was, a, he was a Navy. He was, a, he was an old sailor. He was definitely a Navy man, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's right. Question 14. The recurring character DCI Roy Slater is played by which Oscar-winning British actor? Is that Jeremy Irons, Mark Rylance, or Jim Broadbent? I'd like to see Jeremy Irons or Mark Rylance playing <laughs> playing him. But also, uh, the, the chap who, who did play him uh, was one of the choices to play Del Boy originally, but he couldn't do it at the time. And that's Jim Broadbent. It is Jim Broadbent, yeah. Excellent. And question 15. In 2020, John Chalice featured in a documentary that explored the popularity of Only Fools and Horses in which Balkan nation? In Bulgaria, in Serbia, or Slovenia? Was it Bulgaria? It wasn't. It was Serbia. Because <sighs> I, thought, I thought Boise in Bulgaria. <laughs> yes. That's what made me think it. It would have been, yeah. He should have done that, because it would have worked better for him. It would. Right, so far, 12 points. That's not bad. That's not bad <laughs> at all. It could be better. OK, so we move on to round two, which is the uh, the general the general knowledge, but general entertainment knowledge questions right, you for you. OK. So, question one on these. We're digging deep into the ITV schedules of the early 1980s. We're on Saturday evening. I'm going to give you three programmes and three times. What I need you to do is put them in the order that they were actually on the telly in, the order that they were transmitted. OK. So, from the USA, Chips. From Yorkshire Television, 321. 
and from LWT, Mind Your Language. Now, they were on at 5.20, 6.15 and 6.45. But in what order? Chips, 321 and Mind Your Language. So, you just give me the order that they were in. Starting with the earliest time to later. Yeah. I know Chips was on earliest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the three, two, one, and mind your language. I'd say mind your language, and then three, two, one. Chips, mind your language, three, two, one. That's the right answer. Ah. Chips was on at five twenty. Mind your language yes. at six fifteen. And then I suppose it, it was the big Saturday night show, wasn't it? Really. Three, two. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I say I thought mind your language might have been on uh, on another night, but later on, sort of half eight, nine o'clock. I didn't think it was Saturday night, sort of earliest, earliest. Tea time, yeah, yeah. You live and learn. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, question two. Well, there were some great catchphrases in this. Um, on <laughs> Safari was a rare programme on the ITV network produced by TVS in the early 80s. Uh, a children's show presented by Christopher Biggins. But who was his regular assistant and co-host, uh, who's a regular soap actress of today? Was it Sue Nichols? Gillian Tailforth or Claire King? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. Oh, so so if I say to you <laughs> Safari, you won't know what the response is. No idea, no. So Biggin says Safari and the crowd shout, Sir Goody. Ah, right, okay. So that was one of the catchphrases. The other catchphrase will give it away because it includes the answer. <laughs> um, what were the, uh, the, the clues again? Just remind me. Biggins' co-host, was it Sue Nichols, Gillian Tailforth, or Claire King? Is it Sue Nichols? It's not, and I, I can see why you'd go for that. Because she was on uh, she was on Kids TV quite a bit, wasn't she? rent ghost you see, so I thought maybe she, she branched out. Obviously not. It's not. It was Gillian Tailforth, and the other um... catchphrase at the end, Biggins always said to Gillian, say goodbye, Gillian, and she would say, Goodbye, uh... Gillian. <laughs> catchphrase heaven or catchphrase hell, depending on which way you look at it. Right, question three. Which of these... Oh, this is a tricky one. Which of these was never an ITV-produced programme? University Challenge, Early Doors, or The Royal Family? Which was never an, uh, an ITV-produced programme? Never an ITV-produced programme. Um, I'd say Early Doors. Early Doors is the right answer, yeah. University Challenge, previously produced by Granada and on ITV, and the Royal Family, produced by Granada. It was the University Challenge I wasn't sure about, but I knew Early Doors, purely BBC, two series. Yeah, yeah. OK, question four. Complete the name of this film starring Pamela Anderson from Baywatch. Blonde right. and stronger, blonde and brighter, or blonde and blonder? I've never heard of it. I've never heard of that. No, me neither. <laughs> it's not just me then, no. No. <laughs> I'd say, I mean, the obvious one, I'll go for the obvious one. I'd say blonde and stronger. Uh, no, it's blonde and blonder. Yeah, that was my other choice. Yeah. <laughs> Right, question five. Anorak's definitely on for this one. So we're thinking about the uh, the engineering announcements first thing in the morning. 
Pontop Pike was an ITV transmitter for which region? Was it for Granada, Tyne Tees, or Yorkshire? Pontop Pike. Tyne Tees. Tyne Tees is the right answer, yeah. Right, question six. This is a radio question. In the 70s, Radio 2 had its own regular soap. But what was it called? Was it called Ricochet, Lorry's Road, or Wagoner's Walk? Again, not a clue. <laughs> oh, I just ricochet. I just think of a wild guess. Right. No, it's Wagoner's no. Walk. I can tell by your face I've got it wrong, yeah. <laughs> right, question seven then. Channel 5 began on Easter Sunday, 1997. Uh, but which combination of presenters introduced its opening night schedule? Was it Tim Vine and Julia Bradbury, Jack D and Alice Roberts, or Robert Webb and Joan Bakewell? Again, not a clue. I can't remember watching the start of Channel 5. I can remember lots of Stripes and the Spice Girls, I think. That's about... <laughs> Jack D and Alice Roberts. No, it was Tim Vine and Julia Bradbury. Right, OK. Question eight. Finish this line from the sitcom It Ain't Half Hot Mum. We are the boys to annoy you, to make you laugh, or to entertain you? To entertain you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> right, question nine. In the US TV series Happy Days, actor Ron Howard played which character? Was he Ricky, Richie, or Frankie? Oh, Ricky, Richie, or Frankie? Yeah. Richie. Richie is right. Yeah. Richie Cunningham, wasn't it? That's it, Richie Cunningham, that's right. Yeah. Right, question 10. Right, this, this is the fun one where we ask you to remember a TV theme tune and hum along a little bit to it. If you dare to do it and you do it right, you can get yourself five extra points. Choose from, these are three good ones as well, Prisoner Cell Block H, Mind Your Language, or Crossroads? The only one I could actually know tune-wise is Crossroads. But it's a great theme tune, isn't it? It's, it's, very, it's a proper, what they call an earworm, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll go with that, I think. Right, go for it. Ding, 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 do I get that? You get the you get the five extra points for that. That's good. So you've scored yeah. you've scored ten on round two. So that takes your total to twenty two points. However, there is now the bonus round. Round three is the celebrity round. It's your choice. You can stick with what you've got on twenty two, or you can gamble. And win right. an extra 10 points if you get it right, or forfeit 10 points 
if you get it wrong. And you've got a choice of two actors that you can choose from. You can choose a question from our guest, Chloe Newsom, who was Vicky in Coronation Street, or John Henshaw, who was in Early Doors, of course, Ken. So do you want to go for it? And if you do, which one? I'm going to go for it. And it's a bit of a risk because John Henshaw was Ken in Early Doors and he's been in Life on Mars and all sorts of things. But I'm hoping, hoping it's a question about Early Doors. So I'm going to risk it and go for it. Right then. Fingers crossed. Is it an Early Doors question? Okay, let's find out. Here's your question from John Henshaw. Uh, my name's John Enshaw, and I played Ken in Early Doors. My question to you is, my daughter's real father had a really annoying catchphrase. He'd be like, what was it? The, the good thing is, I've been re-watching the repeats. Yeah. So I know this. <laughs> so it's fortuitous that I know this one. It's making up for all the ones I've got wrong in the general entertainment thing. Uh, her dad is in the final episode at the end of every sentence, he'll say, he'll say, TikTok. <laughs> That's right. He'll say, would you like a drink? Hey, TikTok. And he's, the, the chap who plays, I forgot what his name is, but he plays it brilliantly because he's got that sort of annoying streak to him and he, he does it so well uh, that you really hate him because he's, he's been out of his daughter's life for years and he's come back and you don't like him. But he, you don't like him even more when he comes in to the bar and when he starts saying TikTok. It really grates on you. <laughs> Supremely irritating. Yeah, yeah. But yes, TikTok for an extra yes. 10 points. Yes. Brilliant. Well done. So that gives you a total of 32 points. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. <laughs> I think it's uh, entirely... Respect. Respectable. Satisfactory. <laughs> Excellent. Right, 32 points, and we will see how our next contestant gets on in the next edition of the Mind of the Month quiz. The Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz is presented by Andy Hoyle and is an MIM production. 